Global Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today we have a special guest, Anna Mamalaki. Now, Anna, I first con contacted Anna, or been in contact with Anna for about a couple of years now, just through our connection on social media. And over that time, it, there's no doubting whatsoever that she, she talks my language in the fact about employee engagement. And I believe she's, she's a very good expert in that area. Now, she's uh, Anna's an organisation development professional and she specialises in organisational effectiveness as well as personal effectiveness through people, development, transformation. It's all about the people. She has substantial change management experience in global HR roles, working for many different industries in four countries and now lately consulting. She lives in the, uh, and works in the organisational transformation consult as a con consultant in the San Francisco Bay Area, a lovely area that is, an area that has many pioneers, the uh, pioneer ideas that have started there. Her work consists of translating the business goals into organizational and people capabilities, building a suitable talent development framework for the organization to flourish, and then for the employees to have a diverse, inclusive and engaging work environment. And without any further ado, I'd like to introduce Anna, so employee thank engagement, Anna, that's your Thank your you. Well, thank you, Ross. I mean, that's a great opportunity to discuss with you that I admire a lot for the work you do in leadership. And uh, it's wonderful that we can discuss uh, how leadership really affects the employee experience in a, in, a, in a very much evolving workplace environment of today. Yes, it is. It's, uh, well, it's... It's a much talked about topic. Everyone talks about employee engagement, but sadly, when you look at the, the numbers of engaged employees globally, uh, it varies, I guess, from country to country, but still nothing major. The, the only commonality between all, the, all countries is that the figures are pretty poor. But it's a uh, percentage of engagement is not high. Yeah. It is true. Even in flourishing economies like in the US at the moment, you can see a percentage like 75% of people being disengaged from their work, That's which right. is a disaster. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, right? It is true that... Uh, yeah? It's, it's, and, and it, it's funny, I've probably mentioned this many times uh, in the course of a week when I'm coaching executives, particularly the younger ones, to say that if they develop their leadership, they, they'll always have a job because leadership, uh, employee engagement is a direct result of quality of leadership. And if the engagement figures are down, it means the quality of leadership really is not great. And if yes. you're a good leader, you'll stand out. That's what I keep telling people. If you're a good leader, you'll <laughs> stand out. Oh, my God. Well, uh, it is true that uh, the reason that I embraced uh, uh, social media very early I was an early joiner and also technology is because I try to make the most of this kind of, of influence in order to transform how leadership development is, is influencing uh, uh, the workplace and how it transforms itself. Uh, the today's society is mature enough to demand much more different approach, plus the fact that the technology itself is transforming, it is transforming to a great extent how we do operate every moment. 
but I would like to stand on, uh, to, to, to stay on, on the following topic. Um, a blue engagement to me, it's not, uh, um, as I was saying just before, is much more than having really good communication, uh, a work environment with nice premises, or uh, having events. And blue engagement is very much, uh, uh, yeah, it's engraved, I mean, by things that have to do with leadership, by uh, what is the values of the corporation. It has to do with the, how things are being done, what is promoted as a behavior and what is not. So it's much more yeah. interwoven with uh, leadership development and organization development than other disciplines like communication, which of course they're absolutely necessary, but we tend to misjudge uh, uh, leadership with communication. You need to have good leadership and then right. good communication. That's right. Without good leadership, the good, good communication doesn't happen. You might have the act of communication, but the art of communication falters because it's up to leaders yeah. to connect. And connect, connecting with people is communication. If you don't connect, you're just throwing mm -hmm. words and they might as well read a book. So it's, it's, it, it comes back always to leadership and how they connect with people. If they connect well, then you'll have employee engagement. Yeah, that's why I, I, I mean, I prefer using the term of experience, which of course has a, a connotation with its, which is much more linked with customer experience, but yet it is what people really experience within the workplace that matters. And uh, we need to have a holistic approach in order to, to see what is the structures, processes, and leadership development needed yes. in order yes. to achieve all these things and, and create a good uh, workplace experience. I would like to say that the today uh, corporations, um, in order to be effective, rely very much uh, on the behaviors compared to the past. I, I will explain why. Yeah. Uh, in, in the today organizations, the current uh, technological revolution urges us to utilize this new technology in order to unlock new sources of value and achieve the, the improvements needed very quickly. Those corporations that will do that quickly enough will not lose in the marketplace. The other ones uh, are in real danger. For this reason, uh, this technological transformation uh, has created an organizational revolution, and that's why uh, uh, the, the new workplace uh, means autonomous, multifunctional teams that work with agility or similar work models, and they have a very, very fast pace of exploring the problems, delivering solutions through quick iterations uh, of, of, of the solutions explored. In this type of work environment, the, the, the managerial model requires a huge shift of what we, we knew uh, in the past. Uh, right. shall, I, shall I say, in what way? It's, it's a changing environment. And as the younger generations come through, their, their expectations, how they, see the, how they see the world is vastly different. Um, people still behave in the same way. And when I coach younger people to older people, I don't coach them any different. The context changes. That's what changes. But uh, all too often, old structures of business to, to having the same structures now, it's not never going to work with technology. Yeah, because, uh, right. uh, because the technology really dictates a different way of working. It's a digital uh, and world. Now, 
yeah, and the access to information is uh, is everywhere. So uh, nowadays, there is no uh, there is no place for command and control model. It doesn't work anymore. The role of the manager in the today organization is not to determine the content of people's work, but to provide the context for their work. That's it is right. the human aspect. It's the behaviors. That's right. That matter. It's that 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 adage that pops up all the time now: servant leadership, in a sense. All you're doing is providing the environment for people to be effective. It's not. Uh, well, this is. Uh, so true. But but uh, but you know what's the problem is that uh, corporations have not translated what this really means in the way of operations, in the way that they do things regarding the people. Yeah. Because this uh, drastically changes how uh, things are being done. For example, one uh, thing that is much influenced is how you really practice leadership and how you practice leadership development. Because when it's the behaviors that matter most, but at the same time, data is so much accessible by everyone, this changes the way learning is being done. That's learning right. nowadays, uh, it's not what it was. I mean, it's... You can have learning everywhere. You can find the courses everywhere. You can you can just go through the internet. So learning is not anymore the object of development, but uh, it's much more uh, uh, much more the growth uh, that you can ensure for your employees. And that growth is uh, much more a multi thing. I, I I will elaborate a little yeah. bit on that. Yeah. This means that. Uh, growth for the employees means how the work environment, the team, the supervisors, the colleagues will enable the employee for success. What is the enabling factors? Uh, this means that um, the work environment, does it really include, uh, uh, does it really offer the challenges to the employee in order to put his or her skills into practice? Yeah, yeah. Uh, does it include clear, transparent and real values for the work that we'll be offering? Does mm -hmm. it uh, further include constructive and unbiased, unbiased, authentic feedback that she can have? Does yeah, it include yeah. encourage, encouragement that we'll receive in order to try new things? And above all, does it really include respect of the employee of what she or he is and what believes in and what has to say and offer? Because this is what leadership development is. It's not learning anymore. No, it's not. That's right. It's not a sit, put them in a classroom once a month for, for a couple of days or half a day. It's an evolving process. Uh, sure, you might put them in some classrooms occasionally. But it's it's the continual learning and providing an environment for them to learn by doing things, learn by doing, by having mentors, having coaches, having um, all together as part of the process um, in improving and developing people. Because it's it's if you don't develop the younger generation, they clear off. So. Um, you just got to provide that environment. Well, uh, it's important. And you know, you, you know, Rose, uh, I do believe that any generation really, really switches off. The only difference is that perhaps the previous generations didn't have the option, had too many commitments taken, and probably could, I mean, they were just doing, I mean, barely doing what they could do, and perhaps they had already resigned, but not really being virtually there, but not really... Uh, yeah, that's right. That, that's, but, uh, that's, the, that's the lack of engagement. They, they're there yeah, physically, yeah. but not mentally so much. 
mentally now and you're I'm, just I'm, enough to survive no heart not heartfully there yeah so yeah. i mean and that's what was happening but the today people and that's what i admire the most are transparent and frank enough to say that no i'm not going to i'm not going to pretend i'm not really engaged in that thing i i don't really feel enabled i'm not going to sit down and pretend that i'm working yeah. you know? yeah, and, and that's that's yeah. I, I admire that i admire that that's very much sincere and honest yeah, I agree with that. It's that's that's the younger generation that uh, tend to make it quite visible and vocal that um, <laughs> they're not happy in, in a way, and they they can't see yeah. the point. So, which is a good thing, but, good open and honest, and they vote with their feet if they don't get get any satisfaction. And and the thing with voting with your feet, like any any age uh, at any point, the company I always say that leaders deserve what they get. In other words, if you're not performing as a leader, all the good people leave. Why they leave? Because they can get another job. You're left with people who can't get another job. So basically you're getting a, a less skilled workforce as your poor leadership goes into the future. You're attracting more and more less skilled people, less competence, the word, because the competent ones can go. And so a leader gets, they get what they deserve. If you're a good leader, you'll attract people and they'll stick and they'll stay. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Roger, we have to consider that it, we, we're experiencing an era that uh, five different generations are working at the same time in, right. in the yeah. workplace. So uh, imagine that for generations that are already been there for the last decades, um, these kinds of change create a lot of frustrations and leadership crisis because uh, um, uh, this turmoil of change that uh, um, does not allow them really to provide the content of work, but the context requires a, a, a behavioral change, a huge shift of, of behavior for them. And that's why we need to have an upfront uh, uh, um, coping with that. Uh, some coaching helps a lot in order to support these people develop the behaviors needed, but it's not enough. We need at the same time to put in place the processes, the structures, but above all, the behavioral models required because everyone needs to know what is the real value expected from them to offer through their work. And this creates, let's say, a, a common language yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, within the teams, within the corporation. Uh, a lot of corporations discover that uh, uh, and discover that it is very important not to just have the values really on a wall because this is a dead thing. I mean, it doesn't really value, uh, do anything. Yeah. What, what's that mean? What behavior? What do I do every day when I go to work? What do I do when I walk out of my office into the... Uh, other areas, what, what, how am I behaving? And it all comes back to those simple, could be five or six behaviours, you get them right, and then your culture starts to firm up. But in order to ensure all these things, you need to have in place the processes and the systems, first of all, to infuse all these behaviours, and second, to monitor all these behaviours so that they really happen. And that yeah. is what uh, we do with organisational development and leadership development. You need to put all these so that uh, uh, the music flows. That is, that is, right. that is yeah. needed. Yeah, that's right. So it's, it's, it's not just an unstructured... Uh, ad hoc arrangement it's it's well thought out well processed 
um, and let people and giving people the space to do it, which is part of the process, but keeping it structured enough that it actually happens. It doesn't. It doesn't just happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, because so I mean, yeah. if you don't have the model, the systems, and the processes, it will not work. No, it just it because just you might have. There might be courageous, brave, wonderful leaders, but if it is just one among the many, it will not happen. You no, need to have the system that will promote and ensure this. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Well, on that note, we've come to our, our end of our podcast. And so, Anna, I'd like to thank you for um, having a chat today. It's, it's thank you long, so much. long time coming, long time coming. And, yeah, <laughs> um, I, I I love your passion when it gets into this because you get you get um, you you believe in engagement and and what it really means not just engagement for the sake of engagement it, what it really means to people and connecting with people so that's that's great and it's great to yeah, have you on mm -hmm. so we thank might you get so you back much, one Rose. day thank no, you. fine I'm happy to get you back one yep. day we'll continue our conversation. It's, it's an ongoing conversation. <laughs> it's never a short one when you talk about engaging employees. Yes, through leadership, through the right leadership models. That's You're right. right. Thank That's you so right. much. That's all right. Thank you.